I'd like to start with an apology. I haven't been able to post for a while. It has been busy week, meaning that I had to actually do my job a bit more and send out returns. So now that we're back, I am so glad to be able to share my latest podcast with you. And I think it's rather interesting. So let's get into it. I remember my first week in boarding school, well high school, I was shown the rules and dress code and immediately burst out laughing. They gave us this guide of what girls are allowed to wear and what they're not allowed to wear. And while I vaguely understood why we shouldn't show cleavage or wear really short skirts as it may be deemed inappropriate in a Christian school, when they showed me that girls weren't allowed to wear sporty back shirts, I couldn't stop laughing. Basically it's when the back of your shirt makes that kind of X. There are also clauses for spaghetti tops and vests. I really just couldn't get my head around how a man could be distracted by my shoulders. (laughs) What made me laugh even more was the fact that I swam in school, so my whole swimming costume broke every single one of those rules at once, so I couldn't get it. I still don't really get it. I didn't get it, I've never understood it, so as I gazed at a distance at this rabbit hole, I finally decided to dive right in. And let me tell you, I laughed a lot along the way, kind of got a little bit upset. However, I've come to a conclusion. So let's all take our drink me potions and follow this funny white rabbit. Before we start, I'd like to state where I stand on this issue of modesty and how females should dress. Personally, believe that you should be allowed to wear what makes you feel comfortable. And in some cases, that should be in respect to those around you, mainly because of religious views or cultural views that just may not be where you stand on issues. And I feel like then you may have to like pander to those around you. I don't think you need to run up into a mosque naked. It's really just not your house. It's not really your place. However, I feel other than those situations, wear what you want. I'm bringing up this idea in this podcast in response to some of the ridiculous rules I myself have been subjected to in order to protect the males around me from temptation or to be modest or to just stop me from getting into dangerous situations. Women all over the world have gotten in trouble for not wearing bras, for wearing bras, for showing bra straps, for showing collarbones and shoulders and being called too distracting for boys in the classroom or work environment. And there are more than a few reports of girls being sent home for clothes that they were that were chosen by their parents but deemed inappropriate by schools. Because of these punishments, students often miss lessons to have their hemlines measured or to wait for a change of clothes to be brought to them by a parent. Now, students and parents have been pushing against these school dress codes that they say often objectify female students. While I was doing this research, I came across some very interesting headlines and all the full stories are in the links that are below this podcast. A high school principal told students not to wear leggings unless you are size 0 or 2. This upset both the parents and students and brought about some very deep issues in the school. The principal soon apologized and the whole thing was rectified. A 17-year-old girl was told to put band-aids on her breasts after school officials claimed her nipples were distracting to male students, to which this brilliant human said, My school basically told me that boys' education is far more important than mine and I should be ashamed of of my body. And I think she was absolutely correct. Again, the school was called out on this issue and the whole situation was rectified. In fact, most of these have happy endings. 
Another headline, a middle school student was allegedly forced to put duct tape on her bare legs for violating her school's dress code. Why? She was wearing ripped jeans. <laughs> a mother complained when her 12-year-old daughter was told the denim skirt that she was wearing looked like she could be clubbing. She's 12 years old. The whole story is ridiculous. And if you go to the website following the link given, you'll see that the skirt was actually quite long and fairly decent. And the school found that out too, and was again forced to retract what they did. Throughout history, women have continually fallen subject to various rules and regulations that dictate what they can and can't put on their bodies. In some weird cases, in your bodies too. In fact, Men have been telling women what to wear and what to do with themselves for thousands and thousands of years. What's really funny about this whole modesty issue and like cleavage and all that stuff, historians actually reckon that women only began to cover their breasts in public about 3,500 years ago, when men decided that they were private sexual body parts that needed to be tucked away. Before that, artwork from the era suggests that women were able to wander around topless without anyone batting an eyelid. Even during the days of ancient Egypt, historians believe that women could choose whether to cover their breasts or not, and they often opted for elaborate dresses and designs that would have one breast exposed. Modesty only really started being imposed in the 400 to 500 BC, when Greece began to be a more patriarchal society. Coincidence? I think not. No, it's not a coincidence. This is a clear case of duh. The men decided that women needed to be modest and we had to jump in line. So is the question, should women dress more modestly or should they be able to make the choice? I don't think that's the first question we should be asking. I think we should ask, why is there a bizarre fixation on the female body? Apparently, women are seen as a sum of parts while men tend to be viewed as a whole. In a study that was done, Photos of men and women were showed to participants, and then the same photos were shown again side by side with an altered version of the photo, either with um, hips enhanced or chest enhanced or just chins altered and stuff like that. And then when the participants were asked which image they saw before to choose that image, the study found that women were easier to identify. The people were better at discerning which woman's individual body parts were different rather than the men's individual body parts, further confirming the local processing or objectification that was happening. So both men and women are to blame, meaning we can all learn something. When all is said and done, this fixation on female bodies often leads to self-objectification. Self-objectification, in a nutshell, is what happens when we look at ourselves from an outsider's perspective focusing our energy on becoming something beautiful for others to admire, or worse, for others to just leave us alone. Yes, I'm affirming to the saying that how you dress may get you raped. These ideas reflect the stereotypical belief that women invite their own rapes, sexual assaults, and sexual harassment by the manner in which they dress. Courts have held that a woman's clothing may signify her implied consent to be sexually assaulted or her implied welcome of sexual harassment. Because consent to sex is a defense to rape and welcoming sexual advances is a defense to sexual harassment, courts tend to consider clothing probative and thus relevant evidence. 
I don't think this is right. I don't think clothes should be admissible in court. In 1998, an Italian judge let a rapist walk free because his victim wore tight jeans. A 45-year-old driving instructor, yes, 45 years old, was accused of raping an 18-year-old girl in 1992. So he was convicted and sentenced. Yay. However, six years later, the Italian Supreme Court overturned the conviction because his victim was wearing tight jeans. The defense argued that she must have helped the instructor remove her jeans, making the act consensual. The Italian Supreme Court said, it is in fact a common experience that it is nearly impossible to slip off tight jeans, even partially, without active collaboration of the person who is wearing them. First of all, ugh. First of all, absolute scum of the earth, that man. I am not trying to preach consent. I feel like many people have done the conversation justice, and those who still don't get it are exhibiting rational ignorance. They have all the resources and have willingly chosen that women who wear certain clothes are asking to be brutalized by scummy men. I can't, I won't, and never will stand by that ideal. And honestly, this turn in the rabbit hole made me so mad about the amount of flack victims go through every day that I had to pause and reassess where I was going with his train of thought. <laughs> so another time, another bottle, only if needed. Now back to shoulders and the little girl's comment about the value of her education and her experience as a woman. Telling any girl that she is in some way responsible for making sure that boys can control their thoughts is a mountain of pressure to put on any person's shoulders. Men should be taught restraint as much as we are taught to be modest. We should teach people that their bodies are amazing and beautiful and capable of so much more than just looking pretty. Bodies allow us to run, dance, sing, play musical instruments, solve complex problems, and create beautiful, beautiful things. They are capable of a depth of emotion that encourages us to love, to understand, and serve others. And with our bodies comes power to choose, power to learn, and power to succeed. My personal dress choices come from the fact that I firmly believe that my worth is not determined by how much of my body I choose to reveal. According to PhD holders Lexi Kite and Lindsay Kite, when we live to be looked at, self-conscious of our bodies, we are left with fewer mental and physical resources to do things that can really bring happiness. We perform worse on math tests, logical reasoning tests, athletic performance, and have, and have lower sexual assertiveness, including the ability to say no when needed. We are left unfulfilled and unhappy when we self-objectify, which is the norm today for little girls all the way up to older women. Disordered eating and cosmetic surgery procedures increase. We stop raising our hands in class and we quit pursuits of math and science degrees at greater rates. We experience immense body shame, anxiety, depression, and fixate our body, on our bodies enough that we never get on to do the great things that we could and should be doing. Girls and women lose, and so do all the men around us when we fixate on our bodies. off my shoulders, eyes off my chest, eyes off my knees, and look at me as a whole, take me in as a whole. My friend and I drove by a very handsome man, and I said, oh girl, you better name it and claim it. I was joking, of course. And she said, you can't just go around claiming without knowing what you're asking for. And she's right. You shouldn't go after anyone, male or female, just because of what you see. 
Give yourself more credit and allow yourself to ask for more. Keyword being ask. Shoulders and knees should not cause distraction if we accept the fact that we all have them. And so demand more. More ask for more to be brought to the table whether it's a degree or the ability to make you laugh or in my case my stunning ability to do a handstand modesty isn't about covering up our bodies because they're bad modesty isn't about hiding ourselves it's about revealing our dignity how you choose to dignify yourself is just that your choice this choice is not to accommodate others either it should be a personal choice and so people should also reserve their judgment. A lot of my bigger ideas for this segment came from the Marie Claire website link that I shared. I thought she articulated her points of view very well, even though we don't really agree on our conclusions. Please know that I'm citing my sources. Well, I feel like this is a very much up to you thing at the end of the day. So take this information as you will and i hope you start a really good conversation with it maybe even with me who knows well that's all i've got this has been cpa chanda pays attention and thank you for paying attention with me